Welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. and our third campaign, Mystical Middlemen. This is the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast for kids and adults. In Tavern Tales Jr., we take a group of kids on a wondrous adventure in an entirely homebrewed setting. This podcast is created by and for kids. So let's see where our heroes will take us today. I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me through the wilderness and woods where the winds are blowing free through the darkness of the night heading toward the morning light i wonder if you'd wander with me and i'll spread the word and you beat the drum we'll round up the troops and get the gang to come and we'll leave the streets and these neighborhoods It's a grisly gray day. It's a scene change. What do you need to prepare? What do you need to have? What do you need to go forward? Lilith had left all her adventuring stuff at the hotel room because she didn't think she would need it since for where they were going. So she needs to go back there and grab all her stuff. Okay. So let's say that that all happens. You gather up your supplies and the things you need. Why don't you describe for me... Uh, Killian has unlocked the gate. Want to describe for me what you look like and what you're wearing as you walk through the gate to go towards the tower itself one at a time. And since Sav is the most ready at the moment, why don't you kick it off? So Lilith, she has her armor on, not really knowing what to expect. Uh, it's very light armor, not heavy or very bulky. Oh, you are not wearing armor. Oh, Okay. There is something that you wear is that's there? written near your, in your armor that tells you what your armor class is. Mage armor? There you go. There is a spell that your character can cast at will as a warlock. Oh. Called mage armor. So I, some, sometimes I think Sav armor. forgets she's playing a warlock. But this is a new feat starting at level five. So you don't have to wear that light armor anymore. Nice. That cloth armor you were wearing previously <laughs> and your armor class has gone up a great deal. Sick. Lilith is wearing her mage armor using that. It is a spell causing magical armor to appear. When she describe what that looks like. So Lilith casts the spell and starting from her feet, there's almost a bit of a glow that seems to almost swirl and circle around her body and as it rises up you see this armor that is there but almost looks like it isn't quite there Mm -hmm. and it reaches all up to her head and then it almost almost like a firework sparks away fading cool you're a magical girl now welcome to disney channel oh my god what is this slander (laughs) No. Well, who says anything wrong? You literally described magical girl transformation. I, love I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, you are now a magical girl. Magical girl. Um, does it cover your tail too? What's No, what's your transformation words? I don't know. Um, yes. She gets to do it at will. So it doesn't uh, require but the, that sort of thing. But if she's a magical girl, then they have like a phrase. True. Let there be light. Lil's would be let there be darkness oh. and, and demons. In Asmodeus's name. Uh, yes, it covers her tail. Cool. I love it. 
Does it look more like leather or metal or like the type of trappings is like a chain mail? Like, or is it just like plates? Almost looks more like plates. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. You step through. You're carrying your rapier and your. Uh, I didn't know if she had anything else. You have something else. I do. You have a staff. <gasps> I forgot about that. The light staff. Oh my gosh. Lilith is carrying her rapier and the light staff. I don't think it's called staff, the light staff. Whatever it's, it's called, called. The isn't the staff of the lantern isn't, or oh, the yeah. lantern staff? Lantern I think it has a name. The lantern know. staff. Hold up, <laughs> lantern staff. As our kids go and look through their books, we turn to Michael, who steps through the doors. What does Michael look like? What did you have to pick up from the inn to get yourself armed and primed and ready? Ah, uh, his armor. You know, his chainmail armor. Yeah. And he also got a cross just to wear around his neck to yep. protect him when he is inside this dark and gloomy tower. Okay. Lantern staff. And he also has brought... What does his chainmail look like? Is it... What color is it? It looks like regular chainmail, but it has like a yellow glow on it. Hmm. I mean, it's definitely not magical chainmail, yeah. but it has a yellowish tinge to it. Yeah. Neat. What does he wear underneath the chainmail? His cloak or robe his ro- his doublet yeah what color is that is it yellow yeah that's why the chainmail kind of glints yellowish a little bit in the light silly question but what's the name of the guy of the tower that we're fistandantilus hey fistandantilus what do what is what do his friends call him i don't know i don't think he had friends he did have a lot of monkeys what do his monkeys call him uh master uh uh-uh. <laughs> they call him i can't stop this feeling um so where is your weapon my battle axe yeah uh it's on my back and it's leather thong holding it back cool i love it you step through no shield or anything though right do i have a shield i don't think so yeah then no shield cool because i'd have like a if I have a shield, then yes, I have my shield. And so a couple things for Michael is that we I picked your fighting style as a protection fighting style. Yeah. And so I should have to fix that because you're currently not using a, a shield at all. In order to be protection fighter, you need to be wielding a shield. What you can do, though, is if you're a protection fighter and you're wearing a shield... As a reaction, Will, on your turn, you can yeah. give a disadvantage to someone making an attack that is not against you. So if you're standing next to Lilith in the fight and the person attacks Lilith instead of you, if you're wearing a shield, you can give them disadvantage on their strike. Everybody stand next to me. Exactly. You want to stand next dance to me. Yeah, you want to stand next to michael at all times he's very handy to be next to so last to walk through because ara and solomon don't really get anything they're just dressed as they normally would be in their helping and hindering fashion it is cerulean ilias cerulean is wearing his normal you know linen shirt (laughs) it's loose it's collar cuts around the collarbone and then it goes down slightly Mm -hmm. and it has the x kind of stitching at the base of where it dips slightly yeah to keep it from ripping further yes and he's you know got 
leather straps on his legs for his various things. There's a little vial of a potion on there. And prominently displayed on the shirt is his little feather pin. And the gold shining brightly in the foggy day. (laughs) And on his side is his pan pipes, too, on a little strap. Love it. And he's got a big backpack. There's a single door to the back here. This is not the front entrance. This is the back entrance. Looks like it goes down to a root cellar. And Killian says, So that might be the basement, or there might be another basement below it. But at least check there first, because that'll be the most likely location where the broom shall the brooms would be. And again, good luck to y'all. I do hope you come out of this alive, because no one else has come out in quite some time. Yeah, and I can't thank you enough, Killian, for all of the help you've given us throughout all this. Really, I, I, we all appreciate it. I couldn't do any more for you. I, I wish that there was there were some other brooms that I had that were available that weren't so risky. Um, I hope that you'll be okay. He's standing very close to you. Yeah, well, we'll make sure to be safe. Cerulean is standing kind of off to the side watching this exchange happen and he's just looking at Lilith with a mm, like a he he knows what's happening expression he's just like slightly judgy but like in a in a playful way so uh, Killian kind of close half closes his eyes and leans towards you like 90% of the distance between you and him <gasps> I don't know what to do <laughs> Lilith kind of freezes for a second, like wasn't expecting yeah. that. <clears throat> and like she goes kind of red, like very red all over her face. You can't see it too much, mm-hmm. but she's it's a different coloring because she's a tiefling. Yeah. She's gray. So, I and then she freezes up and does nothing or what? What does she do? You have three choices. Do nothing. Do something. Back away. No, whatever. Uh, Lilith closes the gap. There we go. Good for her. <laughs> and, and loudly, you hear Cerulean exchange, exclaim, "Good for you guys!" And he just claps. Hey, Yara Dunmarketh has a, a yellowish glow to her cheeks because she's a purple <laughs> dragonborn, and she turns and looks away, and she covers Solomon Solomon's <laughs> eyes uh, as He's this an occurs. Adult. The moment passes. Killian stumbles back and says, "Thank you. I, I hope you s- to see you soon." Killian the Rizzler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely naming this episode Closes the Gap. <laughs> Lilith Closes the Gap. It won't mean anything to anyone until they listen to this podcast. Oh my gosh. The door is not locked. Closing the gap for Keegan. Are you ready to go, Michael? Yep. Ara asks. Dice, too many. Yeah, I'm ready to go. She takes her hand and places it in yours. It's small, dainty, but does have the calluses of someone who wields a sword, right? Because, you know, she's Rorian. She's cool. She's a princess. Mm-hmm. In the Rorian way. Do you hold her hand? No. <laughs> she stands there a moment and swallows heavily. He- Michael opens the gap. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. She looks to Cerulean, blinks. Cerulean just shrugs. Okay, lead on. Who's in the lead? Do you want your most armored person to be in the lead? Because that's now Lilith Evermeadow. Or do Go you Lilith. Want, yeah. Or do you want it to be 
your most hit pointed individual because that's still our dear friend Michael. Or, or should we, want- we or should we put the weakest person in the front? Do we want the stealthiest person to go in the front? What do you want to do? Make that decision. No matter what, Cerulean's going to be in the back. Cerulean is only a plus three on stealth. Like, he's not even advantaged with it. I also have a plus three on stealth. Like, What's your stealth? Plus four. There you go. I mean, you're all pretty average with your stealth, so it's not going to be anybody better than worse. Everybody's got a pretty comparable armor class. What's your armor class there, Cerulean? Thirteen. So you're not the best. But again, Cerulean, you turn into a bear and you have a whole bundle of hit points that are not your hit points. You want to have to be have and be hit. So, you know, your ability to wild shape and leap into the fray is super, uh, super effective. What can I helpful. turn into? A whole long list of animals. Not flying things yet, though. Correct. <laughs> I want to become something already, but I don't... I- don't think I should. Only well, lasts for two hours, and you only get to do it twice, according to the rules. So you might as well wait until you're a little yeah. further in. And yeah, so our party that can see in the dark proceeds into this root cellar, and it is a root cellar. So I don't know if we need to picture it or explain it too too much. There is a way out of this root cellar, and uh, you can explore it and investigate it at your leisure every room and place you guys go into in this essentially dungeon you will have the ability to do all the exploring that you want to and all the investigation that you want to do or you can just rush through it at your leisure as well or move through it as stealthily as you want to you tell me what you want to do and i will gladly arbitrate that you're in charge Mm-hmm. You want more description, you just have to ask, okay? So you're in a root cellar. There is a way out of this root cellar that's not the door you're looking at right now, and that door is closed. There's a normal root cellar. I don't think I want to describe more than that to picture for you guys to picture. I think that's pretty explanatory. I don't really know what a root cellar is. So it's like you go down and it's like earthen walls and there's shelves and casks and bags and okay. full of stuff and they're yeah all it's just like things. a storage space yeah exactly okay. cerulean is gonna just start looking around like absent-mindedly peeking in the bags and are you looking for treasure yeah or, so like yeah so with give me the uh target that you're looking for why don't you make an investigation check um what are you doing savannah lilith uh looks for traps or Okay, well, you make an investigation check. How about you, Michael? Michael just investigates. All right, what are you investigating specifically? What are you looking for? Creatures. You're looking to see if there's anything alive in this area? Go ahead, make an investigation check. How did we do on our investigation check for treasure, Cerulean? Not 20. What? <gasps> Mystical Middleman! Yeah, so that's a 24 total. Holy moly. You certifiably have found nothing of value in this room. There is zero of any value. If there was anything ever in here, it was picked clean. It is just a root cellar. However, I will take your nat 20 under advisement for further treasure check down the road. There's just nothing in this room. I didn't mean to score so well. He's just looking passively. It's not like he's looking super intently. Yeah. And you've given it a once-over, and you can confirm nothing of value in this room. Man, nothing good in here. How did you find your role for detecting traps? Not nearly as well. non-rogue. Not nearly as well. I got an eight. An eight? You have no idea. Exactly. There's a single wooden step up to the door 
that is made out of wood that the nails have rotted through and the step probably will fall forward, but it is not a trap. Just got to be careful with it. She might trip somebody. And how did we do on our roll looking to see if other people have been here? Nine. You as well know that other people have been through here, but you haven't, you don't find any evidence of animals like rats and other things in this room, which would be interesting because it does have like dried goods and whatnot that would have, would go bad and stale over time, but would still have some nutritional value for, you know, vermin and whatnot, but you can't find anything in this dusty place. So what do you do? Uh, Lilith goes for that other door out of the room. Sure. Open the door. Make a dexterity saving throw. I rolled a nat 20. Yippee! Mystical Nailman! Wow. I mean, I watched it happen, so I don't doubt it. And also, like, the look on some... You're just so happy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. so much joy on your face. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Two poison darts fire out from the door when you open it, and you get out of the way. Yes. And the darts do not hit you. Lilith looks over to where they hit the wall, I assume. Uh-huh. Well, that could have been bad. I think we're okay to go in now, guys. Hey, we could sell those poison darts on the black market for like 100 gold pieces for both. The uh, darts are slowly dissolving and the wall that they have hit has some acid <laughs> dripping into it. And you can see now that those holes, there's been darts that have hit there before. And Damn hold. It. So, do you investigate the darts at all, or do you now move through the door? I move through the door. Move through the door. Cerulean, you know, looks around one last time and then moves through the door, just kind of following the others up. You seem to be in the main entrance of the tower itself. Wow. There is two sets of staircases that go up curving around on either side to the next floor up you cannot see it's there's so there's a roof it's about 20 feet high there is the main double doors in front and then there are a couple of things on like pedestals in this room what's one of the what's a thing on a pedestal in this room hand carved wooden statue of a monkey there's a carved statue of a monkey on a pedestal i'm going to take it from wooden to a stone carving All of right. a monkey I love it. What is another thing on a pedestal in this room? A stone broom. Cool. There's a stone broom. A beautiful broom, like standing upright yeah, sort of thing. It looks like one of the flying brooms. I love it. And? Like almost some stone vials of like potions and like magic kind of. Okay. And there's some sort of magical paraphernalia made of stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. The monkey has its paws over its eyes. I love it. That's great. Perfect. Oh no! So we get to the next floor. There's gonna be one with it with with its paws over its ears, and then it's gonna have its paws over its mouth. I love that too. Maybe we'll do that. So the three of you, with Ara and Solomon, Solomon are behind. Stand there in the doorway. You can see the flagstones of this room are about two feet wide in diameter. So they're quite wide flagstones um, throughout the entire floor. And the three statues are spaced equidistant. There are no windows in here. So the only light you're able to get is from your dark vision to be able to see what's going on. And maybe there's an arrow slit window or something. I don't know. It's not casting much light. 
What is your achieved stated goal? Do you want to head for one of the staircases right away? What are you going to talk to each other about? I think I want to go for the basement first. Explore that before we consider going up the tower. There is no door to a basement that you can see. Oh. Here, you just see the double doors leading to the front entrance and then the two staircases leading up. doesn't seem to be a basement door in quotation marks that you can see. Can I investigate to see if there's like any... If you want to look for hidden things to find a way to the basement, yes, you can definitely make some sort of investigation check to do that. Not yet. Okay. We'll all roll together. <laughs> How? What are we looking for, Cerulean? Cerulean is looking for treasure again. Okay. Just, you know, looking at things, and this time he's looking a little more intensely. Okay. Michael is looking for living things, like maybe that monkey statue is alive. Okay, cool. You can give me a roll for living things. Give me a check there. Oh, 12 does not, again, appear to be any living things in this room and hasn't been in quite some time. Also, there's no dust on the floor. That is an interesting thing because you would hope to look for dust and then look for footprints in the dust. And No, there's nothing. Cerulean, give me your investigation roll to look for treasure. Twelve. There does not appear to be any treasure in this room at all. However, (sighs) the platform that has this, like, magical paraphernalia of potion bottles and whatnot in stone catches your eye as though it is because it is peculiar and unique it's like pasta for brunch Mm. Uh, then lastly you're going to look for secret doors and secret access points give me that roll while the everybody else tell me what your passive perception score is what how do you notice it's at the bottom you know you see all your characters 18 what passive wisdom perception yep 13 that's also 13 for Dad, me. Dad, to be and fair, my perception eight. checks are 18, are eight plus. That's so 18. Your passive perception is so high that you can see there is something different about some of these two foot wide flagstones in the floor. Okay, what is a flagstone? They're the big, you know, your bathroom tiles? Yeah. That's yeah. what these are. Okay. So these big flagstone tiles, they're two feet wide. The ones in your bathroom are 18 inches. So a foot and a half. So they're even bigger than that by six inches. These big tiles set in this floor are two feet wide. Some of them are different from others. Lilith and Michael are proceeding into the room and something in your perception, your skill tells you like something is wrong about those tiles. What do you do? Guys, just, I, I don't know if you can notice this, but you know those tiles that are, like, just wrong? Like, look look on the floor. See that one right there? And Cerulean, like, is, has a hand on Lilith's shoulder and is pointing at one. And it's just, like, ever so slightly, it's just slightly the wrong color and it's, like, a little bit lower down. Like, I'm afraid this room might be trapped. Oh. You know, uh, hey, guys, what if we, like, tossed a heavy object on? Well... We don't know if they're pressure activated, but that that's a good idea. I'll save that for later. Um, just they're they're dotted around. You see that one there by the monkey statue, and the one by the front door, and the one right as we enter on the how right. How many are there? Can see maybe how many? Probably, I'll just pick a number. There's a number. The I see like 
four, but there might be a fifth one in that. There's back definitely corner. more more than that, but yeah, you can you can yeah. point out four. You can see real easy right now. Just like you can go in, but I step on the normal ones. Don't step on the weird tiles. I think. So again, your eighteen perception score is so high that you're not sure if those are the only tiles you can actually step on. Actually, you know what? Let's just um. Do you guys have anything heavy on you? Just like a rock or a uh, Solomon Solomon. You got a rock by your feet? No, but there's lots of barrels in here. We could use those. I, I yeah, don't have um, All right. Cerulean scooches out of the way and kind of goes back to the previous room uh-huh. and is like, ah, can I have some help here with a barrel? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I got it. And so we, you know, Two lift weakest, it together. strong, weakest strength characters in the world go and manage a barrel while Michael stands long. there. Oh, I, I help. He helps by picking up his own barrel. <laughs> He's an 18 strength. What's your strength? Oh, 10. And your strength? 12. So... He's an 18. The two of you combined to a 22. So <laughs> we're doing okay. You're doing okay. Anyway, he goes and picks up a barrel. What do you want him? What do you want him to do with it? I want to roll it across the floor. Okay. What? I'm going to take into consideration your nat 20 on treasure when this is all said and done. But the choice to roll a barrel across the floor for to not know which one to know which one is trapped or not, it was meriting a blue gem. Because as the barrel rolls out onto the floor, the very, very first tile is not one of those slightly embedded tiles. And you can hear it. You can see it go down a little bit. You can hear an audible click as it rolls onto the next tile and then continues down the way. (laughs) And once on the first click down, the monkey takes his hands from over his eyes and looks around. When the next tile clicks, the broom grows two stony arms out from <laughs> it. And when it clicks onto the third one, this is the terrible thing, that po- pile of potions, a stony sort of water elemental or air elemental, but entirely made of stone. So it's a stone elemental that looks like an air elemental (laughs) begins spinning and all of them step down from their pedestals with hostile intent. So, and I would like you all to roll initiative next time. I didn't mean to do that guys. It's like when Jane Animations did her D&D playthrough and they made clay structures and then they had to fight the clay structures. You're wondering if I go wandering with you. What kind of trouble we'll get ourselves into. Would it be wrong to tag along with a band of vagabonds? You wonder if I'd wander with you. So I'll spread the word and you beat the drum We'll round up the troops and get the gang to come And we'll leave the streets and these neighborhoods Head over the river and through the woods
This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Jr. We'll be back in two weeks with more of the adventure. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by Okidoki Brothers. Find their music on iTunes or check them out at okidoki.org or follow them on Twitter at Okidoki Bros. We'd love a review on iTunes or check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. I'm wondering if you Wandering my way If you ever get lost Or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack Can always bring you back I wonder Can we wander away And I'll spread the word